This weekly travel program, Jet Sitting with Janet, is proudly sponsored by MLT Car Hire and Tours. Are you looking for a highly professional, established vehicle rental service? Look no further. MLT Car Hire and Tours delivers on service excellence and competitive prices. Log on to mltcarhireandtours.co.za for their full range of benefits or MLT Car Hire and Tours on Facebook. Are you looking for a highly professional established vehicle rental service and shuttle service where client satisfaction is a priority? Look no further. MLT Car Hire is committed to delivering quality low mileage vehicles to suit your budget. MLT Car Hire also specializes in mini and long leases for individuals and corporates as well as staff transport and airport transfers with offices at the airport and in the Helderberg area. We are proud members of Satsa, Fedhaza and Cape Town Tourism. MLT Car Hire delivers on service excellence and competitive prices. Log on to MLT Car Hire and Tours for our full range of benefits or MLT Car Hire and Tours on Facebook. Pringle Bay, situated between Betty's Bay and Gordon's Bay, has wonderful houses in this small community that is often just used as a holiday home because it's one of the few places where motorists actually stop for tortoises. Pringle Bay is well known for the hanging rock, the hung clip, which leans out to sea and marks the eastern end of False Bay. The Hunklip Mountain is 484 meters above sea level and is packed with numerous natural caves and was once a refuge, interestingly enough, for bandits and slaves alike, escaping from their Dutch masters, hence the mountain cave being, being named Drusterkat, Deserter's Cave. The beach is exposed to the wind and frequently empty, and the village is regarded as one of the safest in the country, being naturally family-friendly and is home to a number of restaurants and curio shops, which serves locals and holidaymakers and passers-by alike. My Meat Cute with Pringle Bay is their wonderful Feinboss honey made by a female beekeeper for which I'm quite happy to travel from Cape Town to in order to secure this amazing honey. The one thing that I love about Pringle Bay is that when you're driving along Pringle Bay and a tortoise is passing, usually it's the cause for a traffic jam. And I know because I'm there often to buy some amazing Feinboss honey that we're going to be speaking to the bee maker about. But our first speaker this afternoon is Ilsa Halkrein. And Ilsa comes from Rustenburg in the Northwest and she and her husband, Adrian, bought the Pringle Bay Mini Market in December, 2017. Obviously with no background in shopkeeping, she was quite, um, quite brave to take this big plunge and embark on this new adventure. She brought along her children, um, now 17 and 14, and her grandma, Magda. And she agrees that the pace of life in Pringle Bay is a lot slower and much more relaxed than anywhere else that she knows. And even though she works longer hours than she did in the corporate world, she just finds that the pace allows her to extend her day and do all of the things that she does. Of course, she works in a very enabling community. It's diverse, it's open and accepting, and wonderfully supportive. Elsa, welcome to Jet Setting with Janet. Hi, Janet. Thank you for having me. It's a big pleasure, Elsa. 
We are so excited to hear what the Pringle Bay Mini Market is all about. So what can we find there? Well, the Pringle Bay Mini Mart is a general grocer. So um, what you will be able to find here when you come and visit for a weekend or holiday is everything that you might need, basically. And, um, yeah, we've got freshly baked goods, pies and rolls that we bake every day. And over weekends and holidays, we have croissants that we bake. We also do orders for people that want to order in advance. We can do that. And then we've got all your braai goods. We've got fresh meat and chicken and fish that we have. And um, we also do um, your local um, newspapers that's being dropped off and that people can purchase here to stay um, up to date on everything while they're on holiday or living here. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, yeah, we've got basically everything you need if you need if you don't bring anything along. We've got a lot of um, overseas visitors coming through, and we've had a lot of compliments on our um, store, and that they were able to find mostly everything they needed. And then obviously the croissants, our croissants and our paninis is our flagships of the shop, basically. So um, yeah. I mean, we also have your um, top-ups on your airtimes and your data and um, prepaid power and all that kind of stuff. And you can also try your luck with some lotto, yeah? Wonderful, Ilsa. You know, we have a tradition of actually buying the lotto in the small towns because people believe that they, if they buy the lotto in some small town, they're definitely going to win. So I'm sure you get lots of... Uh, City slickers coming there to to buy the lotto and scratch cards and do all kinds yeah, of little definitely. transactions. Definitely, that is a thing that we've noticed about people coming in <laughs> just to buy that one liner just to make sure they certificate. So the the mini mart or the the general grocer in any small town is really a huge asset because when people come from when holidaymakers come. And when locals need supplies, they need to go somewhere. So you're quite a pivotal part of that community. And I just want to ask, what does that mean for you? How does that, how does that actually translate for you? Well, so in the beginning when we started at the shop, um, we learned the people. So you've got your locals coming in every day. And um, as time passes by, you start to get involved with the community, um, learn a lot of the nicks and crannies and nooks and stuff. And um, you tend to get involved emotionally and personally with the people, the locals especially. So you do find that in a small community like this that you do become part of a family, if you can put it like that. And um, we are a very important point for information. So a lot of people come through here, ask us where to, what to, how to, when and now. So we try to stay up to date with everything so that we can assist people that pass through um, with the information needed. Um, we've also in the past taken it upon ourselves to try and sort out our ESPOM communication. That went quite well. And um, so, yeah, so I think for us as the Minimod and Audran and myself, 
being involved with the community um, is a big part of our daily life. And um, the mini-mart itself, I think, is a sort of a sometimes a, a safe haven. I've noticed a lot of people will just come in here, stand around and chat with each other, just to meet up here. And it's, sometimes it's funny, and I would say we should put down a few tables and cheers, you know. So um, I think we are important for the community, and the community is important for us. But I must say with all the other businesses in town, we do, um, in the, like they say in Afrikaans, fill mekaar aan, you know, um, between us and the neighboring, the shops next to us. It's really a, a teamwork at the end of the day to help this community in Pringle Bay to give them what they need. That's wonderful, Ilsa. So I'm sure being the local mini-mart, you must have lots of interesting stories to share with us. Can you share a funny story about something that might have happened in your shop? Yeah, we've got daily daily good and bad stories, funny stories, sad stories, but um, one of the stories that will always stay with me. We had a fairly older gentleman that came into the shop one day with his auto ticket. And he said that he knows that he wants something like 105 rand and he needs the, these few things. So can he pay it with his water money? And um, I checked this ticket and it just said contact the a nearest bigger outlet. And I told him, unfortunately, because we can only cash a lotto um, when it's up to 2000. I told him, no, this thing doesn't want to go through. And it's the first time for me also that it happens. And I told him, let's print out the results and we check. And, um, he actually won 105,000. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, and you know what his biggest concern was? But I don't have money now to pay you, and I, uh, what oh. am I going to do? You know, it was not, he was so concerned about the, the few stuff that he needed that he couldn't pay. So, like we always do at the Minimart, if you don't have money or you've got your wallet, most of the time, just write your name and number on the slip and come back tomorrow. You know? How wonderful, how wonderfully refreshing. That's why so that's, I love small towns. Yeah, that's why, the, you know, people are, um, and also people are so extremely grateful for everything you do for them and helping them. So, yeah, the memory of the locals is something that will always, always be with us. Well, I, it sounds like you're a typical small town mini-mart and you know the people in your community which... You can't help but do, but I think that the spirit of the of the small shop in a local community, it's often where lots of stories get traded, people drop off stuff for others to collect. It's like something out of a film, right, Ilsa? Yes, definitely. Sometimes we get some stuff for people that they must come and collect. We don't know them from anywhere, but <laughs> when they teach us as if they were family, you know, it's like, okay, here's your stuff. This one left it for you and yeah, good to meet you. And yeah, we are um, sort of a, a, a dropping off point for a lot of people's stuff and a collection point for a lot of stuff and a distribution point. So, but we don't mind that. That is part where you, you learn to um, know even more people. I love it. I really do love it. Yeah. Elsa, before we say goodbye to you, is there is there anything you would like to share with our listeners about Pringle Bay and coming there and what they can expect from your store? Well, 
about Pringle Bay as a whole. Um, it's a quiet town. It's a lovely town. There's such a diverse group of people that live here that you will definitely, if you ever come here, you you will find your match. You can, if you can put it like that. This, and um, for our shop, it's basically you will get what you need here. And if we can't, if we can't have it, we will definitely send you in the direction where to get it. So at the end of the day, yeah, all the businesses support each other. So it's not like in big towns, I think, you know, that if you don't have something, then, oh, sorry, you don't have it, then you let the person go. Then you try and find out, where can I get it for you? So from Pringle Bay is a community that help each other, and I think it follows through to our shop and also all the other shops in this town. Well, we're going to be chatting to a few people in Pringle Bay, and I'm certainly looking forward to being able to hear these homegrown stories, Elsa, and it's great that we could kick off with you. We all know that a um, convenience store is the number one most important stop in any small town. So thank you so much for joining us, and our listeners will certainly seek you out on their trips to Pringle Bay. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. It's a big pleasure, Elsa. All the best and a wonderful weekend ahead for you. And you too. Stay well. Stay well. Thank you. Bye. We're chatting this morning with Harriet Molson. Harriet has lived in Pringle Bay for almost six years, where she owned and operated an extremely successful self-catering guest house. But sadly, she had to leave the area and sell the barnacle. But, you know, they say that cream always rises to the top and good things come back and repeats and reruns are something that we have come to know and appreciate. So Harriet is now back in Pringle Bay and she is managing a very interesting establishment called 82 Steps to the Beach. Harriet, it's such a pleasure to have you with us this morning. Thank you so much for having me. So, Harriet, it's been quite a journey, and in the spirit of all things recycled, reruns and rehashes, you've come back to the area. And obviously, your heart is in Pringle Bay, which is why you're there. Tell me about the journey that brought you back. Um, Well, Janet, I'm not actually back living in Pringle, unfortunately, much to my um, uh, regret. But I'm in Somerset, but the only of 82 Steps, um, they were regular oh. guests of ours at the Barnacle. They would come out annually, um, and they loved Pringle Bay so much. They've traveled the entire country, and they found Pringle Bay is absolutely their favorite spot in the whole of South Africa. So they invested in a property in Pringle Bay, and once it was um, renovated and ready for, for hiring out or letting out, they asked me if I would do marketing and bookings for them. Um, I'm not technically the manager. There is a managing team in Pringle Bay that does that. Um, But, yes, so I've basically taken over the barnacle sort of good name and putting it and and its sort of effect over to 82 Steps. Um, So all our barnacle guests are obviously now keen to book at 82 Steps. Excellent. So my understanding then is that you manage the back end and you manage the bookings and screen clients that are coming to stay at 82 Steps, correct? 
yes, that's absolutely right. Yeah. Wonderful. So I have to ask Harriet, the exit from Pringle Bay, was that COVID related or was it just part of the evolution of the establishment? Um, no, it was, it was a personal reason, um, which was very unfortunate. Um, yeah, tricky one to go into, but I was forced to sell the barnacle for financial reasons. Um, we, we managed over COVID and fortunately is when the major lockdown was over, um, self-catering units were sort of a gray area. They weren't actually guest houses because there was no food served. So we were able to open um, on a self-catering basis, obviously respecting COVID protocols and what have you. Um, so we opened up, I think, in level four, I think it was. Right. And there were some extensive additions to the property, some refurbs that were happening at 82 Steps at the same time. That's absolutely right. Michael and Edith, the owners, um, have spent a vast amount of money on, on the property um, it was originally a residence, so what they've done is they've created three individual self-catering units. Um, it's one upstairs and two downstairs. The upstairs one is known as the Ocean View Penthouse, which has two double ensuite bedrooms, a beautiful open-plan kitchen, dining, living area with an indoor braai and a, a, a kachel, a fireplace. Um, there's a stunning deck that runs the full width of the house that overlooks the bay and the, the beach. Um, 82 steps, because they're German, and no offence to any Germans here, they are typically very efficient and like everything to be absolutely spot on. So all the equipment is, is sort of the latest, up-to-date um, kitchen gear and that sort of thing. So you can expect up in Ocean View, a wine chiller, a coffee maker, and various other bits. Then downstairs, there's two units. One is called um, Fane Boss, and the other one is called Sand Dunes. Fane Boss is a one-bedroomed unit, um, ensuite, obviously, with a, again, open-plan kitchen living area um, and a, a private stoop on both sides so you can get away from the wind that Pringle Bay is sometimes known for. So the way the wind blows, you could be sitting on the other side. Uh, the same applies to Sand which is next door to but private from Fainboss. Sand Dunes is also a two double bedroom um, with large living area, absolutely beautiful modern kitchen um, and the same uh, setup with two stoops on the side. Unusual to most places in Pringle Bay, 82 Steps has a swimming pool, um, which is a big, uh, what, do you, what do you call it, an attraction. A lot of people like a pool, despite the fact that they're close to the beach. And um, 82 Steps has a beautiful big pool, which is obviously shared by everybody at the, the guest house. There is also a large communal braai area outside, although Ocean View has its own braai area upstairs. So during the off-seasons, um, H2 Steps is sold as either three units or if there's, say, six adults, two units. Um, but over the high season, mid-December to mid-Jan and over Easter, it is only sold as an entire house. So the capacity is 10 adults. Um, and then in Sand Dunes and Fainboss, there's also a sleeper couch, so an additional two children in each under 12. 
Um, we are booked up often very far in advance. And, uh, yeah, the proximity of it to the beautiful Pringle Bay Beach. Um, I don't know if listeners have been to Pringle. If they have, they will know what I'm talking about. If they haven't, then they need to. Pringle Bay Beach is absolutely beautiful. It's clean. The locals are very um, uh, environmentally aware. So there's often beach cleanups that take place in town. Um, so the beach is beautiful and long. So 82 steps is at the one side of it. And then you can walk all the way to the other side of the Biffles Rafie comes out into the ocean. Wonderful. Thank you for the description of the, the property. That's really phenomenal. I want to talk a little bit about Pringle Bay. You've lived there for six years. The beach is such an essential part of the culture of Pringle Bay. I'd like you to share with us some of your fondest experiences of living in Pringle Bay and being on the beach. Oh, um, I could go on forever. But yes, the Pringle Bay Beach is super special. Um, it never gets crowded, which is always great over the high season. And one of the greatest parts of it is that the Buffalo's Rafie flows into the, the sea at the far end of the beach. When I say far end, I mean from 82 steps. Um, this summer, when the river mouth closes, creates a lagoon, which is very popular with families with young children. Now, I did a holiday in Zanzibar, and what I loved the most, Harriet, is that when the sun started to go down, people were still playing on the beach, local families. Do you find that in Pringle Bay as well, that people feel free enough to walk in the evenings, walk at sunset, and it's... It's quite a, a safe community. Oh, absolutely, Janet. Um, Pringle is extremely safe. Um, the beauty of it, and as Ilsa said, it's, it's a very diverse place, but it's very family-orientated as well. So you'll find children playing in the streets, um, and definitely early in the mornings and at sundown, families will go for walks um, on the beach, it's, it's, it is. It's a very perfect environment. So from a security or safety point of view, there's no problems. And I think once somebody's been to Pringle Bay, they keep coming back. They because do. Because it's a certain <laughs> slice of heaven. It's a little slice of heaven. So we came looking for the Fainbos honey. And we take that drive from Cape Town every so often. It's much more exciting than having the honey couriered to us and we then rented out Mariette's house and uh, we've sent friends there and it's just one of those places we continue to come there and it's wonderful. It we were in, um, in Gordon's Bay and we did a quick drive to Pringle Bay about two weeks ago <laughs> and it's so much a part of one's fibre because it really is one of those special places where one can truly unwind and there's a sense of community, which is very, very strong. That's, that's absolutely right, Janet. And we always say it's sort of one of the best kept secrets because people tend to shoot past the turn off to Pringle to, towards Betty's and Claymont. Um, and so Pringle remains, yes, it remains a bit of a secret. So once you've found it, um, it's almost a secret you don't want to share, but on the other hand, you do. Um, and it's, it's small. You know, as Ilse was saying, it's a very small, diverse community. And the beauty of it for property owners in particular is that it's not going to grow. 
um, there's a limited amount of property available and that will be that. So it will always remain the, the village that, that it is today. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, anybody driving and thinking of going to Betty's or her, um, Claremont along Clarence Drive, which I've always said is the best driveway anybody could ask for, um, must pull into Pringle and, you know, go to one of the many restaurants or just take a walk on the beach or walk around the village. It's really worth it. And I can promise you, you will want to spend at least a weekend there at some point. Thank you, Harriet. I think that's a great endorsement for Pringle Bay. Now, Harriet, just a question about you. You've been in the hospitality industry since 1985. Now, just to give you context, I think I finished school in the same year. You've seen <laughs> and you've traveled and you've got such an amazing bird's eye view of this industry. What can you share with our listeners about being in hospitality and tourism? I'm sure there's young wow. people listening who want to potentially enter the industry. Um, it's it, a very big question, Janet, so I'll try and answer it as, as quickly as I can. From the hospitality point of view, owning a guest house, um, it is essential to do the right marketing, to, 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 to draw the people to you. Word of mouth, of course, is the best. Um, so you need to get people to get onto TripAdvisor and give you the good ratings and what that what have you. That definitely will assist you. As far as tourism itself is concerned, you need a passion. You absolutely need to be passionate about what you do. Um, I, I also specialize in travel to Madagascar, but that's a whole other story. And it is simply because of my passion for that country and my passion for Pringle Bay as well. Is that I do so well out of the marketing of both 82 Steps and Madagascar as a destination as well. That's wonderful, Harriet. Madagascar has been on my bucket list, so I'm definitely going to be coming to you for advice. We're looking for a short getaway, maybe four or five days, where we can steal away and no one will notice we're gone. And it sounds like Madagascar is quite a nice indulgence to go to. It is beautiful. Well, that will be another conversation. I'll help you out. Wonderful. Harriet, wonderful chatting to you about 82 steps to the beach and just listening about your journey in the tourism and hospitality sector. It's really been a pleasure having you on the show, Harriet, and we wish you all the best managing Pringle Bay remotely from Somerset West and, of course, armchair traveling to Madagascar with all of the outbound bookings that you must be doing. It's really been wonderful. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. Thank you so much for having me, Janet. So my love affair with Pringle Bay happened because of something very sweet and something very special, which is their Fernboss honey. And I loved the story that the raw Fernboss honey was, was harvested from Sunramostad's own bees and a small, in addition to that, that she had a small range of natural cosmetics and toiletries. But I love that it was a woman-owned enterprise and that, uh, you know, you could buy everything from hand lotion to ice cream with honey in it. And of course, the honey itself yeah. is what started my love affair with Pringle Bay. And then I came to stay and yeah, there's a whole story out of honey. 
<laughs> so joining us this afternoon is Mariana Devane. She is the front of house for Fanbus Enterprises because it really is an enterprise offering all kinds of various products made out of Fanbus honey. Mariana, it is such a pleasure to chat to you today. Thank you for having me on behalf of Simra and Fanbus. Thank you very much. Yes, absolutely. So tell us about this very interesting business because this is Fanbus. You've got Fanbus honey, but when I come into that store, I'm completely lost because I want so many things that I see and there must be a story behind getting to this point. Absolutely. Sundra and her husband um, have always loved bees. They started their beehives around 2005 and um, they just loved it. They started selling honey and a couple of years later, they started a small little shop um, in the center of Pringle Bay, not quite where they are now. And they basically focused on honey, systematically some natural products that also include honey um, and propolis and those good things that the bees give us um, made its way in and the business grew. In um, around 2013, the property that we're in now came available and it was a very exciting move uh, to grow the business to expand into a few more products. Um, there was, of course, the pizza oven, um, which Sunra made. No, and she does those amazing roasted cook, right, in the yes. morning. Very, very lovely. And those are incredibly popular over weekends. We make those on Saturdays and Sundays only, and they sell out very fast. Um, and obviously it's just grown. Um, at that point, she started making pizza only on Friday evenings. And then of course the global pandemic hit and um, that was an offering that Fainbos Enterprises could make to the community in offering pizza as a delivery. And so they started making pizza during the day and more frequently as a delivery service. And the, the pizzeria grew as well. Um, so it's literally become this booming but intimate little industry run by this gorgeous family, the Mostert family. Um, Martin, her husband, is often gone and the only thing we can think of, nope, he's at the bees. <laughs> <laughs> he disappears to the bees and Sundra is You've met her. She is just a sparkling personality that keeps that whole place. Um, she's a magnet, really. And um, it's her recipes that, that make everything go round. You know, what I love, Mariana, is that during lockdown, when um, things were very challenged and I needed honey, yes. and I couldn't really drive to Pringle Bay, right? Um, there was someone that... Sunra sent my honey with, and I just had to collect it. And she, you know, she didn't use a courier service. She right. found a local friend that she could send the honey with. And that was so special to me. Yes. And the one time I was coming there and I ran very late because of whatever reason. And she said, no, don't worry. I've left it next door. And that was a huge relief. And yes. I think that sort of sums up 
the culture that is Pringle Bay. It's people who connect with each other, they're kind, they're gentle, they're enabling, and they create an opportunity for you to engage with them and really have build a relationship because it's many parts of honey now and friends and family have also become fans right so i always take quite a few parts away and people will say if you're going to pringle bay please get me honey Mm. so i think that's that's absolutely spot on that um sunra's sort of atmosphere that she creates and the creative way in which she solves problems and the way in which she treats her customers is just the thing that makes people continue to come back. You know, and and her love for Pringle Bay is tangible. Um, I've been in Pringle Bay for almost 20 years and I've known her just as long. And um, I must say that I can support what Harriet said earlier in the, the community feel that you get in Pringle Bay, it really, truly is small town living. Rudolph? Um, I mean, we don't even classify as a town. We are a village. And it's it's a little family that you just know there's someone that's got your back. And we are, we've got a fantastic street watch going. And I know that in the middle of the night, if I pick up my phone and say, help, for any reason, there would be five people at my door in two minutes. We are very much community oriented. Um, we love our people here. We love nature. We, we love the critters, the fauna, the flora. Um, if you live here, you love here. <laughs> and uh, it really just is truly beautiful. You know, we face challenges in Pringle Bay as well. It's not the, uh, you don't have the affluence here that you have in the big cities. Um, but you just need to step outside your door and your woes drift away because you look at nature around you and you realize how unbelievably privileged you are to live in a place like this and to live in a community like this where you've got people like Sunra, where you've got people like Takura who supports our local artists with his exhibitions. And I can name so many ways that this community support supports each other. It's really beautiful. Well, Mariana, it is exactly that spirit that I hoped we would capture because it's that actually that makes people continue to come back and to treat it as a very special part of the world. It's that gentle kindness, that engagement, the beautiful uninterrupted views of the beach and just the very gentle way in which people actually engage with each other and the world around them. Absolutely. We get back to nature, and by that I also mean the nature of humanity. This, the quiet here allows you to get back into, you know, let your feet touch the grass and let your heart touch the soul next to you. And that Absolutely. is really what Pringle Bay is. Absolutely, Mariana. Thank you. I think... I would not have been able to say it better. So listeners who are wanting especially good Fainbos honey, which doesn't pour, it's like a treacle. You have to take a spoon and spoon it out. Or amazing roasted cook and thin-based pizzas on yeah. a Saturday or Sunday morning. I really think the spot for you is Fainbos Enterprises. Um, there's even ice cream made with honey. 
So definitely a must-do when you're in Pringle Bay. A very, very special place for me. Fantastic Italian gelato. Yes, yes. And you invariably um, must have an ice cream. I've had it in the pouring rain even. (laughs) uh, It's quite amazing. And I think that we couldn't have had a better person encapsulate the spirit of what is Pringle Bay than Mariana has just done now. So, Mariana, great chatting to you. It's really such a pleasure to have you on the show. We built a show on Pringle Bay around the honey um, and found other people to talk to us because there's other things to do in the area as well. So this is my love letter to Pringle Bay and tell Sunra that because she must know the impact she has on our daily lives through her Fane Boss Honey. And I wish you and the team all the best and just continue to make amazing honey. Fantastic. We will do. Thank you so much. We look forward to seeing you in-house, Janet. Yes, absolutely. Soon. Awesome. Thanks, Mariana. All the best. Thank you. Bye. Bye. This weekly travel program, Jet Setting with Janet, is proudly sponsored by MLT Car Hire and Tours. Are you looking for a highly professional, established vehicle rental service? Look no further. MLT Car Hire and Tours delivers on service excellence and competitive prices. Log on to mltcarhireandtours.co.za for their full range of benefits or MLT Car Hire and Tours on Facebook.